Rosa. Hey, I wish you could just like turn down just the volume of the site calling. Mm-hmm. And that's it because that ringer goes off and I'm usually looking down on my phone and I jump every time. It's so loud. It's a jump scare. It's a built-in jump yeah. scare. It's just the Skype ring. <laughs> it's a feature. The rest of it is fine. Like it's balanced. <laughs> but, yeah. And it's funny because it's 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 new technology and everything else in the world has the ability to change the volume of the ringer while leaving the in-call volume the same, but not Skype. Yeah. Skype's like, nope, this is what you get. It's like they want us to switch to Zoom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's on that Zoom. Zoom, like, they started this pandemic, right? Like, we can all agree on that. That's the that's the deep state uh, theory right. right now. Right, okay. Yeah. That's, that's, I just wanted to clarify that that was indeed the case. Okay. They weren't getting enough traction with their... Uh, podcast ads so i had never heard of zoom before this <laughs> pandemic never <laughs> that's so funny because like i would hear it mentioned on podcasts you know just be one of those like segue ads like haha you're gonna get right back to your question about that time you fought uh the big show in 1995 but first let's talk about zoom are you ever in need to go to a meeting like no mr wrestler podcast host you never need to have a conference call because all your meetings happen in the squared circle so, what are you talking it, about? I yeah, I I had never heard of it. It was very <laughs> weird. Are you usually good about tuning out like podcast ads when you hear them? I skip them. Yeah, yeah. I I usually <laughs> fast forward through them unless I'm like my hands are tied up and I can't. I immediately am like look look like I'm doing the thirty seconds ahead mm-hmm. every time. Like even the creative ones, like if they put some work into it, like yeah, we're gonna. Add a little bit of spice to this. We're going to make it a story. On occasion, I would listen to like the Pod Save ads because Love It was so funny. Yeah. On the Pod Save America ads, but not really. I don't care. I like I in the same way that I understand ads sell television shows and stuff like that. Like I I'm cool with ads, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm never buying any of this stuff. Also, I've noticed most ads for things are stuff that's priced out of my range anyway. That's true. That's true. And if it like is something... Most of these ads are for things that I'm like, who the fuck are you selling this to? You're not selling this <laughs> to the average person. No, they're, they're selling it to the the, uh, the super fan of the show. The ones that want to support the show and what they do. So they're like, enter this promo code and you're going to let them know that you heard it here. Right. So when they, when they promote something like Honey... Yeah. I understand that because like, or the cash app or things like that. When they're talking about how to hire people like zip recruiter stuff, or Mm -hmm. they're talking about this luggage that costs like $300 for this one piece of luggage or something crazy like that. Like there's a couple of those types of things. I'm like, really? Who is this for? It's wild. It's really wild. Who? Like, how is this? I, I just I, it's it confuses me because mm-hmm. I'm like who's who's listening to these? Where they're, <laughs> they're like, yeah, let's invest in that. Like, oh geez, you know, I'm really in a bind. I went on this trip, made a lot of money, you know, but I, right. I just my my luggage just it imploded on itself. I need some luggage, I, you know. I I'm gonna think about it, but while I do, I'm gonna I'm gonna tune up this podcast. I'm gonna listen to uh, Dan Harmon, see what he's got to right, say. Right, I understand everyone like everyone listens to podcasts. Of different wealth backgrounds and everything, but I have sure. a, there's always things that I'm like, how does this even exist in the first place? 
being like so expensive. Yeah, I feel like if you're the type of person that can just on a whim buy that expensive $300 luggage, uh, you know, right. without thinking twice about it, enough to like put in a promo code so they know that it was the podcast that right. sold you. I feel like you're the type of person that could probably finagle that luggage for free based on your name alone. But right, it's a very confusing. I I don't like I I barely understand how they can be in business with certain overpriced things. Yeah. Let alone they're paying for this marketing and then that is paying off enough where they're keep they keep investing in it. Like mm-hmm. who the fuck is buying this stuff? I'll give you one. One that always like just blows my mind. No pun intended. Uh, mm-hmm. AdamandEve.com. They always, well, early right. on in podcasting, like you'd hear their ads all the time on like Marin, on the like Kevin Smith stuff. It's like, okay, really, who's listening to this podcast that has the technological wherewithal to find and listen to a show, stream it without any type of hitch, but still needs to physically mail out to get their pornography and or sex toys to the point where they're like, oh, I just, I need advice. Who do I, who do I turn to? I need, I need thong underwear. I'm going to go to, go to, go to adamandeve.com. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Kevin Smith. You know all things sexy times. Right. It's, it's <laughs> just very, it's very strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, it, it is. <laughs> I don't quite get it. I mean, I know that they're, most of them are working with firms that are selling like package deals for advertising and everything like that. But yeah. You know, like you're caught all, you're all caught up with Maisel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, for those who aren't caught up, this is not a big spoiler. It's a minor thing. If you care about that, skip ahead a little bit. But when she's doing the, uh, the reads, you know, in, uh, in the last yeah. season and, uh, right. you know, they're, they're paying her in kind and stuff like that. That's just so, I, I hope that's not how the industry operates anymore because I kind of want to get into it. Um, but I don't want to get paid in diapers. That'd be nice not, to, not to have that happen. I mean, I'm sure that there's unions and stuff that can prevent that. Yeah. But you got to work first to get in the union. union so There's always a catch. You need experience before you can get experience. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. I just saw this interesting thing talking, or interesting thing, just a person talking about this on Twitter, and... uh I barely looked at our show notes, but I know we don't have a lot to talk about, so I figure we can no, <laughs> explore on. this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no offense to you who made the show notes. Um, <laughs> he was he was talking about like, oh, you guys are you guys all think that movie theaters are dying after this, like, and, and you and I briefly talked about that, right. um, messaging each other like, oh, movie theaters are probably dead after this. Like, mm-hmm. how do you ever recover? They were already in trouble. Yeah. And he said, uh, "Offices are the real things that are dead." Interesting. After this, and I and I've so that when I, the reason I thought of this is because we're talking about experience for experience. Mm-hmm. I have looked at jobs in the past that are writing jobs, which you can do fully remote, that require you to move to a city. That's ridiculous. Like New York or L.A. Yeah. The and so that you can go into an office. Mm-hmm. Or even podcasting jobs. Like, there was a, a job that po- Pod Save America, their company, was doing. And I was like, I'd be perfect for this. Uh, and they, you have to be in L.A. to come into, like, a couple days a week to an office. And it's like, why? 
for a lot of jobs, we don't need to do that. You can have Skype calls, email communications, text messages, phone calls, all of that. And so him pointing out that like, and then he went into further detail where he's like, these companies are going to see all of the money that they're saving by not having it open, right. all of the sick days that they're saving by not having people in one area. Um, and then we're going to see reduced emissions. Like mm-hmm. we're not going to have, people are not going to have to waste gas money. Right. And the, the negative factors of <coughs> um, like your kids are around so you can't get work done or whatever. When we have normal socialization again and kids are back in school, those can kind of be negated. Right. So I, well, I, I think, think that's um, a really interesting idea of, oh, yeah, how many offices will just never reopen after this and people will be working from home? That's an interesting theory. Like I, I saw that being tossed around a lot last week during week mm-hmm. one. But right. now that we're in week two, I think people are starting to, uh, you know, I think the bloom is starting to fall off the flower a little bit because. I don't think he was saying it in a good way. And yeah. I don't think it's going to be everyone. But I also think the people, the things that people don't like about working from home right now or being home right now is that they, they can't not be home. Right. But hear me out. What I'm, what I'm yeah. saying is, 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 is not the, the workers that are, that are seeing the benefits of it. I'm saying it's the, uh, the management, the decision makers right. that are seeing the pros and cons now. Because one week out working from home, yes, everyone is rallying together. We all know that, you know, this is a real situation. Folks want to get this over with as quickly as possible. But in the back of our minds, everybody is hoping and praying that this is something that's going to blow over very quickly. Now, week yeah, two comes tough. along. We're going to be in it for months, but okay. Continue. Exactly. Week two comes along, the first, second full week of working from home. And now managers have to worry about productivity. They have to worry about people, you know, being accountable for time when they're not hovering over them, you know, if that's your type of job, you know. So while, yeah, it is good not to have to pay for office space and the emissions are something to take into consideration, there's also the, the, factor of having a full staff off site that needs to learn new processes because you know productivity doesn't stop just because you're out of the office there's always going to be a new hitch there's always going to be some type of uh odd request that a customer has or something like that and even my job you know my day job we're dealing with that right now you know we have customers coming to us asking us to like reinvent the wheel in certain ways for what we do and it's like well we could help you, but, you know, it's going to take this many extra man hours. And since we're not face-to-face, we can't bounce ideas off of each other. And conference calls only take you so far because, like you said, there's a kid next to you. And yeah. the dog's looking like he's got to go outside. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's pros and cons to be considered. Money's always going to win out, unfortunately. You know, they don't care about the environment. They don't care about the reduction of smog in L.A. They just care about the bottom line. And right. If the bottom line says I'm making more money by half the office not coming to the office, then, yeah, we're going to see some layoffs, I think, even more so. Yeah, I don't think it's about layoffs, though. I think it's about just more remote working. I think Mm -hmm. remote working is the future for a lot of jobs, (laughs) a lot of jobs that are just not required for you to go in. There's a lot of jobs out there that it's it makes no sense for you to go in. That's right. But these 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 places that do have the option for remote uh, remoting in, mm-hmm. they really have to be on their p's and q's about how they value the employees. 
because there's always going to be a little more respect put on someone who's physically there who made the effort to come in versus the person that's working from home. Even if the person working from home is working twice, three times as hard as the person who's physically right. there hanging out by the water cooler, <laughs> you know, that old I trope. mean, I think we just need to rethink all of our, like, basically everything right now. Oh, like, sure. we need to just rebuild from the ground up basically everything. Yeah. Our, me- our entire medical system needs to be completely rebuilt. Um, and then it's like, well, why don't we... <laughs> <laughs> just re uh, retool all of the way that we work anyway. Like yeah. the forty hour week was developed, um, you know, for when we were working in factories and shit like that, and mm-hmm. you know, farming and everything. We don't necessarily need that anymore. Yeah. So, and they've done this in other countries with certain like tech firms and stuff like that, where they're like, hey, you know, they're working a thirty hour week, but we're just paying them salary, like. They're getting this. Sh- they're getting shit done. They're more productive. They're finding they're more productive. Yeah, yeah. When you're not overworking them, which is what we're basically doing to people. All right, that's the real sweet spot right there. But they're not considering that aspect. They're just saying, oh, they're not in the office physically. We're saving money. It seems like they can do the job without being, you know, monitored. So let's just keep doing this. Like, hopefully, no one's yeah. taking that lesson away from it. But you know, yeah. conglomerates be conglomerating. No, I mean the the businesses <laughs> that actually like were paying full time, yeah. but they were like, we don't care if it takes you fifty hours or thirty hours. You're being paid what you're paid as long as you get your work done. That's how it should be. That's ideal, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I was talking to a friend of mine on Twitter earlier, and he was just saying like, you know, it it seems like the dream to be able to work from home, to not have to worry about things going on in the office without you being there because everybody's at home now. Everybody's working from home. But when it comes down to it, it's like you have to set boundaries to uncouple from your uh, work from home machine because, you know, people will call all hours of the day if that's the type of job you have. Those boundaries aren't in place. It It just so happens the phone is ringing or those emails are coming in when you're not there. But when they're is where you are all the time, back to your original point, then, yeah, there's there's no way to really turn off work. Home stops being home. It just becomes the place where you sleep while you wait to work again. I don't know. I guess I'm used to it. My dad always worked from home. Like, mm-hmm. is always, like, done remote work and then traveled for work kind of thing. So, to me, that's just normal. Mm-hmm. Nine to five is not normal. Yeah. Like yeah. going in for a, a daily grind is has never been. Uh, my mom did, but you know she was doing secretarial work and stuff like that, but not my dad. So yeah. to me, that like working from home or like occasionally going in, but not really like that that type of of existence is seems very normal. Yeah, like because um, I grew up with it, and then you know helped him start a business and stuff like that. And so that's just the extension of my knowledge, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's that's cool. Like, I, I like that that it's not just the same way for everybody. Because everybody doesn't learn the same way. Everybody doesn't work the same way effectively. Like, um, yes. my dad, you know, he's... I've talked about it on several podcasts before. Some people generally know he's the... Uh, 
the event manager at McCormick Place. He's handled a lot of the events that come through, like the Black Women Expo, C2E2 he's worked with. Um, but he, he can't really work from home because there's no right. work happening at the convention center right now. Something cool they are doing right. though is they're working with the, uh, they're working with the federal government to make this, uh, um, an offsite, uh, hospital. Good. They can set up yeah. beds and stuff like that. And that's something that he campaigned for and that they worked to get set up really quickly. Um, it was and supposed to happen in September. This is all circumstantial. Obviously, we're always going to need people to, um, you know, we're, we're always going to need like waiting tables and like that grocery workers, stuff like that. And they need to be paid properly and taken care of. But I'm just talking about like remote working for, there are some things that we're going in for that aren't necess- necessary. I think. Yeah. Yeah. My heart goes out to the people that can't work remotely that are still having to stay quarantined, you know? Yeah. That does suck, but we're working through it. So welcome everybody to Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. We you are know now. We're we're pretty far into this. <laughs> we are pretty far into this. We're coming to you live from our separate bunkers as yep. we record. Um, yeah. That statement has never been truer. <laughs> we <laughs> are living bunker life. Things are happening, y'all. Things are happening all over. But you know what? We're still here, and that's what's good. So, sure. I um. I put a question of the day out there. Sometimes before we record, I'll put a question of the day out um, just to kind of get folks talking a little bit and, uh, you know, see what their reaction is going to be. Usually it's about snacks, uh, as many of you know. But this time I asked, uh, who has been your personal hero over these last few weeks? And I was expecting to get, you know, some fun answers and all kind of funny stuff that I could read to you on the show. No. People got real sentimental, and I love that. People, We're in a bad place, bud. We, We're all very sensitive <laughs> little hoes right now, like, just losing it. Hoes mad? No. Hoes sad. Hoes right. sad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, folks are just, like, you know, giving shout-outs to their family and their friends and their pets and everything like that, and... That's beautiful, and I'm glad, um, you know, that folks are able to find some solace during this time. Um, yeah, has <laughs> I'm sure you've heard about the uh, the community singing that's going on over in Italy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. How they all lean out and they mm-hmm. perform full like fucking operas out their windows and shit because they're cultured like that. Right. So Chicago tried it recently. Uh, good good friend of mine, Shannon. Cyborski? I say good friend of mine. I know her kind of through their yeah, comics. No, she's good people, though. And so she asked in the uh, in the uh, Rogers Park group on Facebook, she's like, what song should we sing? And somehow, uh, the people of Chicago unanimously came to Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Okay. And so 7 p.m. on Saturday night, people stuck their heads out of their back doors or the windows and sang Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. So, I mean, whatever gets you there. But what was really cool, Bon Jovi, uh, you know, put out an Instagram and just, you know, said much respect to Chicago and everything like that. And he's like, I'm tuning up. I'm ready to sing with you guys. So that was kind of that was kind of fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 There are lots of really cool stories out there. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's mostly terrible. 
mostly terrible. <laughs> not all, but mostly. What do you want from me? I, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the clown right now. I can't. I can't play the clown. Nope. Everything's really shitty. Everything, I'm sorry, guys. Everything is really shitty right now. We're trying to make the best of it. Um, something that I know does make you a little bit happy, at least, is that all your favorites are coming together and making yeah. two-person podcasts now and totally stealing our gimmick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that I don't like the circumstances yeah, under but, which we are getting uh, cool things like this, but yeah. <clears throat> we had Office Ladies was yeah. the first one to do it. That they was were, later last year. They were ahead of the curve. They knew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and now Donald Faison and Zach Braff are doing a Scrubs rewatch podcast. That's right. It's called uh, Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Yeah, because they're best friends in real life, like yeah. very close. <laughs> uh, so they're stealing our entire friendship and everything. I mean everything. The entire yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the surprise one that kind of came out of nowhere with John Krasinski, who um, that was that was a, a YouTube thing, and I yeah. think he's gonna do more. I don't, I feel like he's probably gonna end up doing more of them. But yeah, he just was like, "All right, I'm in my house. Let's make a good news network." That was very sweet. It's such a gym thing to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, I imagine him with his daughters just sitting down and just talking about everything in the world and just let's put some good news out there and just they made it. the little sign. They made the them. logo. Yeah. <laughs> and his first guess, his daughters is named Hazel. And I just think that's the cutest name ever. That's a beautiful name. Yeah, that's it very is. cute. It's classic. You know, shout out to all the Hazels out there. It's shout a very pretty Hazel. name. Shout out to Hazel Soup. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so that was cool seeing him doing that and of course he had steve carell as his first guest and uh i mean you can't ask for a better first guest than that yep it's kind of um, cool they just have that that friendship where you can tell they genuinely like each other and it was the 15th anniversary of the office so they got to kind of talk about that oh that's right yeah yeah it's crazy <laughs> time does fly um what else? Something, something else, something else, something else. Well, you Colbert. You said Colbert and Oliver. What was that? I didn't they, see that. Um, Colbert's doing the From Home shows like most of the late night guys are doing. Mm -hmm. And he had John Oliver uh, as his first guest on oh, there, okay. too. Yeah. Cool. I know John Oliver's back on HBO. And basically all he can talk about right now is the coronavirus. <laughs> like his, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all he's got. That's all he's got. Have you so, seen any of his latest shows? Like I watched last week's, and it's just him recording mm -hmm. from home. Yeah, it's very um, like somber, but it's still he still found laughs in it. Like I still laughed quite a few times. I tell you what, I I like John Oliver a lot, and I think his jokes hit home a little bit better without the audience. You know, he has a tendency when he's. Um, when he's attempting to be funny, and I'm not saying that in a condescending way, yeah. but when, when he's telling jokes, he always kind of repeats the last line. Did you ever, did you ever right. notice that yes. before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, like he's working the audience. Right. Like, oh, they reacted to this. Let me say it again. And it's like an, uh, an old vaudeville sort of thing. And it just, sometimes it gets under my skin. Like, that's the only grating thing about him, you know? Mm. 
Interesting. But other than that, like I think he's a very funny person. I think he's he's got a good perspective on everything. I'm, he's got amazing writers as well, I'm sure. But um, his delivery during these last couple episodes has just been so just pointed and just spot on. And I'm sure with the ability to do like however many takes they need, that does help a little bit. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's great. I mean. It's it's amazing how much he's flourished since The Daily Show in that same format. Yeah, um, it is. It's very strange how they are still managing to make content, too. I think you're seeing how many creators are very restless extroverts. Like That's yeah. what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, and like depressed clearly yes well hollywood can't work from because home. like they're trying they're, they're like trying to do anything to like get out and they're going crazy so early like we talked mm. about last week where it's like you can tell who's the only child and who's not <laughs> right <laughs> like yep. you're fucking losing it a week in two weeks in like what i don't know that's just <laughs> interesting to me yeah but. i mean that's that's what's great about d because like she can just tune out and read or play a game or watch a movie or something like that while I'm swearing at my screen about work shit, you know, without being yeah. like, you know, what's wrong? Everything okay? It's like, no, he's got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much that way too, like most of the time. Mm. Um, unless I'm, my anxiety's heightened and then I'm sensitive to everything, but, you know, just yeah. depends. Yeah. So. I was uh I was noticing earlier that with these uh frequent updates about celebrities who are going through and who are catching the coronavirus and everything like that. Of course, on the trending uh thread on Twitter, there's always like just some random celebrity name and you don't know like okay, did they die? Did they get it? Yeah. Are they okay? Is it a joke? What's going on? And always, always there's a hero that posts that same gif of Denzel Washington mm-hmm. just relieved. So you know Clutching everything's okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that meme because as soon as you click that name, you see Denzel, you know it's okay. And I saw somebody getting annoyed by that meme. I'm like, no, this this is a godsend because it prevents you from having to go down like a rabbit hole. Like, okay, what's going on? What happened to Bam Margera? Is he okay? Great. Yeah. Okay, back to what I was doing. <laughs> No, it's just an old clip that from 2003 that's resurfacing of him skateboarding or some random shit like that. Yeah, Jack Black. Oh, no, what happened to Jack Black? Oh, he's just dancing in his backyard in cowboy boots because he's playing Red Dead Redemption 2 because that's all he can do right now. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Have a great time, Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you been watching any shows? What's your your show? Right now. I made a I made a list actually of stuff that I've been yeah. wanting to check out. So I posted this on Facebook the other day. I posted it on my general. I posted it in the uh, in the show stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But um, so far, I have watched the rest of Curb Your Enthusiasm for this season. It was a pretty good season. I enjoyed it. Um, I've been digging in the Twin Peaks. I'm still not at a point where I feel comfortable enough talking about Twin Peaks yet. That's completely fair. Um, you're never going to feel comfortable talking about <laughs> Twin Peaks. I'm just letting you know that now. But yeah, I mean, I really want to do that deep vibe, uh, deep vibe, deep dive 
you know, um, and just really. I still want to watch that video. Who sent us? Someone sent us a video. Someone I'm sorry. sent us a video. Um, yeah, sorry, things are shit, and we apologize for not remembering exactly who sent it. One of our, one of our, our sweet chili baby friends sent us a video that's like fucking five hours long or something like that on YouTube going right. over Twin Peaks, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna happen at some point. It's gonna happen in in chunks, but. Yep. <laughs> I mean. That's gonna happen. The quarantine wears on. <laughs> <laughs> after after I get done watching the show, and then you know I get insomnia. The next time that happens, yeah. then that's happening. Um, I want to finish Hunters. Uh, Ultra Carbon I, I came back. The first three episodes of that. It's it's okay. Yeah, it's, pretty- it's wild. It's kind of out there, but I like that. I mean, I like the the um, old seventies um, black exploitation type of feel. Yeah. That they yeah. throw in there, I wasn't expecting that, and I enjoy that so yeah. far. Same. Um, I, I'm I'm glad there's a black person on the show because at first it was looking kind of scarce, and then <laughs> finally, yeah, so finally, it is kind of a weird thing to do because a lot of them are Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Which based on the plot, it makes sense. I get it. Right. 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 But then they're taking that angle. But then you also know that Jordan Peele is producing it. So it's like, you know. got to hire some brothers. Got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we are also sympathetic towards the plight. We understand. <laughs> Let us help out. I mean, r- that racism is goes both ways, you know. That's right. So it extends to when he was like, you have to separate the lights from the darks or whatever with the laundry. Yeah. I like, was like, oh fuck, what? <laughs> this is some like she's oh. eating the Fruit Loops separate from her milk. In oh yeah, get out moment. Ugh. Yeah, well, no, that that was like you know that was subtle. This was like as subtle as a hammer, and the poor girl who was folding laundry, just the look she gave him. Oh man, that that deserves a series of its own. That was beautiful. Yeah. So Twin Peaks. I've been told that um I need to watch Onward. Which I've been hesitating to do because it's you can buy it for twenty bucks streaming, or you can wait for a couple of days now and catch it yeah. on Disney Plus. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not in the mood to watch. I still haven't seen the latest Toy Story. I don't want to watch a sad Pixar movie. So oh, it's sad. They're it's gonna sad. make me cry. Like all of oh. them are gonna make me cry. I'm like I'm fucking cried out. No, I'm done. I'm not watching this sad shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I went through a moment the other day because, uh, fucking, man, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. So onward, I'm going to check that out eventually. Have you watched any of She-Ra on, on Netflix? No. I've heard great things about it. I was into He-Man and She-Ra when I was little, but I hear this is like a brand new thing, and a lot of my friends are recommending it. They say it's kind of got like a, a more like Steven Universe modern day type of vibe to it, so I want to check it out. Yeah, um, I've never seen any of it. I don't know anything about it. You're not watching Westworld this season, are you? I tried. I couldn't get through the first episode. It's pretty confusing. I mean, this is coming from somebody that paid attention just hardcore in those first couple seasons. But yeah, it's like I need a fucking idiot's guide to this show now. It's it's out there. I don't think they know what they're doing. Yeah. They take so long and they take so long in between seasons. I don't care anymore. That's true. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's like it was 2016, 2018, 2020 for three seasons. That's a stretch. 
to say that's the least. Much. That's way not, too much. It's not, and they're not paying it off well enough. Right, right. For that to be worth it. But um, there was an Easter egg in this last episode that I'm sure you've heard about. That yeah, was kind of funny. Dragon. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you think it's funny, HBO. <laughs> I'm sure they filmed that before the backlash. <laughs> At least oh, I hope sure they did. did. Yeah, they did. They definitely filmed that before the backlash. And they were like, ha, 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 this is so great. You know what, HBO? You should have made those bitches stay with a better contract. Yeah. Or hire someone else. That's that's the part that never mind. I can't I can't do it. I can't. I'm too angry about too many things. You can I've focus done this too many times. <laughs> all this has happened before, all this will happen again. I can't Dear Dear Adventures, dear sweet chili babies, if you want us to revisit this open wound that is Game of Thrones, let us know. We shall discuss and we'll come back to you if you if you so Maybe desire. Maybe that's what I should do right now. Maybe I should be rewatching Game of Thrones. You know? Yeah? No. How about no? Never mind. <laughs> How about no? <laughs> but you can't watch Picard and Twilight Zone on CBS. I, um, I keep forgetting to sign up for that. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I signed up. And so now I'm on the clock. I got to get in there before you yeah. know it goes away. Um I, I think I started to mention this earlier. Altered Carbon and Ozark are both back with new seasons. So I'm looking I forward to I tried watching Ozark. I got through the first episode and I was bored the hell. I couldn't. Mm. I just didn't like it. It's a beautiful show, though. Like, it's just shot so beautifully. Like Yeah, but that's not enough to keep me nowadays. There are lots of beautiful shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got to read. Like, you really have. There's too many too many options out there. You yeah. really have to put me in. It's a slow burn. Um and that's the way it is with a lot of the Jason Bateman projects. Like, it's a very slow burn. Uh, but it reeled me in because it hit at the right time. I, I had just gotten a new TV. It's like Ultra HD and all that. Yeah. And this was one of those shows that Netflix produced in that format. So I'm like, wow, look at those trees. You can see every single fucking leaf. It's amazing. And then by the time the season was over, I was barely noticing, you know, the uh, the high fidelity of it. But mm-hmm. it's good. I, I like it. It's okay. I've been watching Castle Rock. Castle the, Rock. The first season of that, because I had only seen the first episode when it first, when it came out. That's the mm-hmm. Stephen King show on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting. It's very weird. That's the one that kind of tips his hat to all his previous projects, right? It's yeah. It's like the entire universe wrapped up. Mm. So I know that Lizzie Kaplan is doing the misery role in the second season. Which is one of the reasons why I'm revisiting it. Because did you ever watch Masters of Sex? Uh, no, never saw it. So that was a Showtime show that was under the radar, and I think it only ran for like four seasons. I didn't see the last one, maybe the last two. I don't know. Um, it was her and Michael Sheen. Um, and so like if you see Lizzie Kaplan, you know who she is. It was Lizzie Kaplan, Kaplan and Michael Sheen, and they were the show was about the Masters Johnson sex study of the fifties and sixties, right. mm-hmm. and like the behind the scenes, like how that all went about, um, because it was a really groundbreaking study on human sexuality. The show was so well done. It, like I, I could not believe it was so under the radar. It was, mm. in, it was a really incredible show. What I saw of it, mm. um, I didn't catch because it was on Showtime. I, I missed the last like season or so. But what I saw of it was 
just fantastic. So I really love Lizzie Kaplan. So I was like, okay, she's in this new show, or she's on Castle Rock. So let me revisit Castle Rock and see how I feel about this show. So I, I'm I'm like a couple episodes into that. It's it's pretty good. Neat. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I um. <laughs> I'm vaguely interested in this um ESPN documentary that's gonna be uh, debuting early. Um, because they kind of have to. They got nothing else. Um, it's about Michael Jordan uh, around the time that the Bulls were just like on fire. Mm-hmm. So that should be interesting. It's It's been a while since something has uh, revisited that in such a, uh intense way, like with an intense lens, I guess. So it'd be fun to revisit that. Those were interesting times in Chicago. I mean... I want to see them do an in-depth documentary about the making of Space Jam. <laughs> it's a lot of drugs and a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. whole lot of money. I had no clue that that was just based off an ad. Right. Yeah. I didn't, until I listened to How Did This Get Made. Right. I, oh, I man. Oh, they tore it two pieces. Like, nothing can ever top that. It was so good. Well, they were accurately... <laughs> assessing the movie based off of the movie, not right. based off of nostalgia. That's yeah. the problem people have with Space Jam. They think it's a good movie because they watched it a lot when they were a kid. It is not a good movie. It is not. You just watched it a lot when you were a kid. <laughs> Nothing in that movie has aged well. Um, it, was fact, it was bad then. It was bad then. Like, even if you go back and you look at the cover of the actual movie... Yeah. The Photoshop of Michael Jordan is yeah. so bad. It's yeah. so bad. <laughs> like his neck is all weird. Just, yeah, trust me. Take a look. It's weird. It's a very, very weird movie. <laughs> the part where he stretches his arm all the way to the rim, like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then, like, Bill Murray's <laughs> in the movie, and uh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Go is listen Bill to that Murray... episode of How Did This Get Made. Isn't it Bill Murray? Yeah, but I'm saying, is he really in it? Like, does he know he's in this movie? <laughs> oh, well, that's a fair question. Because, uh, fuck. He's like, I'm hanging out with Michael Jordan for a couple weeks. This is my dream. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I watched the, the second Zombieland movie. Oh, how was that? It was okay. Okay. Um, But they they had a moment where, like, it was like Woody Harrelson walked up and it was Rosario Dawson is in the movie and it was her character going, Oh shit, I almost Bill Murrayed you and then like <laughs> like, wait, what? What's what's a Bill what what's what do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about, huh? And they were like acting like they didn't know what she was talking about. She's like, you know, when you think someone's a zombie but they're not a zombie and you fucking kill them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so like the way that they they switched that joke and were like, I almost Bill Murrayed you. Oh no, is Bill Murray dead? Oh, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> Man. So speaking of Bill Murray, yeah, found out that Sony is going to be pushing back their entire... Well, basically all of their high-profile films are going to be pushed back to next year at this point. They've revealed that uh, Marvel's Morbius, Ghostbusters Afterlife... God, what are we going to do without Marvel's Morbius over the summer? I know. What else are we going to hate on? <laughs> Jared Leto's going to come out of the desert. 
<laughs> in like a month and be like, what? What happened to Morbius? I read something about him where yeah, yeah, yeah that was the joke. Even... Of, he he was in the desert for like probably in his cult, sucking cock or something off in the desert. And he's like, comes and out and he's like, is there a virus going around? We're like, yeah, bitch, where you been? <laughs> and if you want to go out in the desert and suck dick, that's up to you. Just don't do it in a cult. That's all we're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's not even <laughs> fair to compare those things because one is consensual. And apparently what Jerry Leto does is not consensual usually. He's an abuser and shit. Ask the entire, uh, just ask the entire cast of Suicide Squad. Yeah. 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 Fuck Jared Man. Leto, a piece yeah. of shit. He shouldn't be yeah. working. Nope. Just nope. based off of that Suicide Squad stuff alone, he should not be working. It really is amazing how everybody backtrack on that too, because they didn't want to get blacklisted in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just and so apparent. Condoms to Margot Robbie. Yeah, and then you know you ask them about it now, and it's like, oh, you know, <laughs> he was a little eccentric but yeah. he's an artist what can i say oh, uh boy. say fuck off yeah like, boys will be boys you know <laughs> you know uh yeah. tom hanks is one of the greatest actors uh he doesn't do that shit oh. You? oh speaking of great news tom hanks is okay Mm-hmm. still isolating but back home yeah him yeah. and rita and, are and doing Tina. just fine yeah they're back that's good yeah so great yeah news. Oh, yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Peter Rabbit 2, Uncharted. All those movies pushed back to 2021. <laughs> Uncharted dies again. <laughs> it's right up there with New Mutants as the movies that don't actually exist, but they keep acting like New Mutants do. does not exist. Nope. It is a fan-made trailer that <laughs> Maisie Williams somehow agreed to participate in. It's a deep that fake. That movie does not exist. It's a deep it, fake. Prove yes, me wrong. It's, a deep fake. it's not real. <laughs> Deep state, deep fake. Deep fake, deep state. That's Fuck the title it. of this episode. Deep <laughs> state, deep fake. Yeah, I, I just no, it's not real. No, absolutely not. Because it makes no fucking sense for it to not have come out already. Yeah, they delayed in the Heights. I believe was that Sony or is that Universal? Uh, I believe that's Universal. The other movies uh, from Sony that you may know that I don't. Greyhound, yeah. Fatherhood. Uh-uh. And, uh, yeah, no, that's it. Well, uh, West Side Story, I believe, was delayed, too. Man. Which now, is Paramount? Hmm. I don't know. I, I do know. wonder about those films that were pushed back when we were more optimistic. Like, Wonder Woman was pushed back to August. So. Um, I... I... Th- I mean, we have to see. It's really like just looking at how things go now. But I have a feeling that stuff like that's just going to go digital. Yeah. I mean, they they have a film done and they're going to shelf it for however long. Um, with some of these other films, they're not done yet. So it makes sense for them to shelf it. Right. There's but, a lot of stuff that stopped filming on the Marvel end. Because yeah. they were all filming simultaneously. Uh, Eternals is done. It's in post-production. But Shang-Chi was still in filming. And that, uh, yeah. There's no yeah. reason why, at least Marvel, couldn't release the movies digitally on Disney+. Plus and then release it in theaters. They will still make a shit ton of money. From a marketing standpoint, 
I mean, look at this. Look, okay. See, this is what I was talking about. We were talking about the, the death of theaters and all yeah. that stuff. The silver yeah. lining is, is that these streaming services are going to have such a feather in their cap. If, if Disney Plus just dropped New Mutants today and just said, Hey, here is the, uh, you know, long lost Fox Marvel movie. You never thought you'd see it, but here it is just for you guys now. Watch it for a limited time, you know, for the next month that's on Disney Plus and yep. it goes back in the vault until we decide to, you know, put it in theaters. Release it theaters. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Wonder Woman. It would be a feather in the cap for HBO Max or DC Universe if they still if they still. I, care I would about that. I would sign up for one of those to see Wonder Woman. I was going to go see it in theaters. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they don't even have to give a free trial. If you just say, "Look, give us ten dollars, the same money you would spend to go see this at the theater," you can see this movie and a whole lot of other stuff too. I, I mean, see. I do think that they are aware, though, they don't want to kill movie theaters at the yeah. same time. So they have to be mindful of that. Well, this Even also, though, like, uh, yeah, they, they want their digital to do well. There's a lot of people in Hollywood that do not want theaters to die. Yeah. Yeah. They're powerful people. We talked a little bit last week about um, brick and mortar comic shops. And we're now finally at D-Day where... Uh, Diamond Distributors is not going to be shipping books uh, for the foreseeable future. So yeah. this week, DC and Marvel and you know the other publishers as well, they had to make a decision whether or not they would release their content digitally since people do? people couldn't get it physically. So um, they ultimately both decided to withhold on digital releases. I think uh, it, it took some convincing for DC, but ultimately they both decided not to put the comics out. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, delay them for now and see what happens. Yeah. Because we don't know what the timeline will look like. Um, but yeah, it's not good. Like, a lot of shit's going to suffer for it, unfortunately. You're, we're really going to have to support local businesses when Very they get true. money again. I like, saw stores and everything like that right i saw a press release i get the weirdest press releases i swear mm-hmm. to god um you porn sent me one saying okay. that uh in light of recent events um <laughs> they offered to air the films from the Cannes film festival that would have uh you know gone there uh on their site for free but no they no. turned them down <laughs> They sent me a press release with the idea, and then they sent one saying, yeah, they told us no. Anyway, porn. <laughs> anyway, porn. <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> I'm like, that was a gamble, youporn.com, uh, but I no saw, thanks. I saw um, someone tweeted a picture of um, Pom- that like frozen Pompeii, or frozen, burnt Pompeii skeleton, where the yeah. guy is clearly masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, now you fucking understand this guy, don't you? You're right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yep. A lot of babies going to be born. whole lot of babies. I actually don't think that's going to happen. Well, you know, I read today that China, now that they're on the other side of this, um, there's been an uptick in... Uh, divorce filing. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I, yeah, I think we're gonna see more of that. And there's a lot of people that are are separate. 
um, that, you know, they just physically weren't able to. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a drop in the nine months from now, like time frame of kids being born. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Boy, howdy. So I guess only time will tell. Yeah, that's literally the least of our worries. So exactly, right <laughs> it's, we're everything is just a wait and see right now. But it's interesting to uh, to observe. I mean, these these fucking wrestling has been a sight to behold. It's so fucking weird um, because no one can come. They're just yeah. performing for a camera, and you hear all the yells, you hear all the calls, you see. <laughs> it's just yeah. really weird. That's gonna be. Um, they had a couple of years ago, uh, was it at the Boston? I believe after the Boston Marathon bombings, they played baseball in empty stadiums. Oh, uh, um, yeah. And that was, I believe that was the, the specific incident that had them play without anyone in the stadium for however many days. And it was very weird. <clears throat> and from everything that I've read, that is the normal probably for another year um, until we get effective treatments and vaccines. We're going to have like, things are not going to just completely revamp. It's going to be very slow. Um, you know, restaurants will still be seated further apart. Yeah. Gatherings of more than 50 people or so are not going to be possible. There aren't going to be any concerts for the rest of the year. That middle seat is not going to be taken up in an airplane. But- no, 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 no. It's going to be um, very weird, basically, until we get either a very, very effective treatment, it goes away, which is not likely. What? Hmm? I thought I, I just heard some. Was that D? No. She's got her headphones on. I heard it too. I thought it was coming from your end. No. Wild. What the fuck? That okay. was weird. Yeah. That was creepy. Okay. <laughs> That's that was the just first like a full voice. See, we called out the deep state. That's what it is. Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Hollywood so fat these, cats. These are going to be weird for a really long time, unfortunately, yeah. until a vaccine or effective treatment develops, um, which is like a year out, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is going to be... Uh, not not to say this complete isolation is going to be the way that it is for that amount of time. That's not what they're saying. But what they're saying is is that a lot of the normal things, um, like going to a baseball game, like they're they're gonna play probably end up playing baseball to empty stadiums and mm-hmm. things like that. Just you know, it's gonna be weird for a while. You know what but, else is gonna be weird for a while is stand up. Every single bit's going to be about this situation for a good, like, six, seven months. Yeah. Because that's all that they did. That's everything that happened in the world was just this. Yeah, movies are really going to suck for a while. <laughs> One Man Plays are going to be unfucking bearable and they were already unbearable. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Well, as it happens, of course... We will discuss here on Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. Yeah. Uh, everybody's having a bottle episode, so we're going to do our best to make ours as interesting as possible. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. If you have something you want us to promote, art that you're creating, your Patreon, whatever, uh, let us know. 
we love doing that, especially for our artist friends and everything like that. Right on. Um, our Patreon is patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. Uh, we are holding off on physical merch for a little bit. Yeah. Because of shipping and safety and everything like that. But if you sign up expecting physical merch, even if for some reason you have to cancel, as long as your billing went through and I can see it, you know, just shoot us a message. I know that you're going to, you know, like that you paid for it. I'll make sure that it's taken care of, even if it's a little bit late. Um, all as of now, all of our digital episodes are open to everyone. Yes. Uh, we'll probably lock that back down mid April. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah, that sounds good. Um, because it is like, you know, it's paying for the show. So, That's we, true. but we want to give people, it's almost like we're giving you the HBO free weekend kind of thing, but longer. <laughs> That's right. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. And if you, you know, go on there and, you know, it's free, like you listen to them, you enjoyed it, but you're not signed up. That's OK. But if you feel like throwing us some some pennies, we'd appreciate it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Tip your waiter, as they say, you know. So. Oh, my God. Tip all of the waiters. Like, yeah. Tip the delivery people right now. And then when we get back into the swing of things. Even if it's halfway, tip the shit out of those waiters and waitresses. Right. Um, I want to give some special love to everybody working in the healthcare industry, of course. Yes. Not only the uh, the nurses and the uh, and and the folks that clean up the hospitals, the janitorial mm-hmm. staff, and everything, mm-hmm. uh, the maintenance crew, uh, also the people working in pharmacies. Like those those people yeah. are unsung heroes too, because they they are. Uh, <laughs> if 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 the hospitals are the front line, they're right behind that front line because. Yeah directly after you go there, you have to deal with them and you're, you know, having to interact with them physically. Yeah. And our grocers and, and people, um, you know, there are people out there delivering food and you know, there's a lot of, uh, risky things that people are doing, uh, to make sure that we're taken care of. So it's pretty, pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Proud of us, proud of us Americans. I'm proud of, the world coming together at a time like this and really doing what we can for our fellow human beings and being a little bit more compassionate and understanding uh, with your time and uh, with your love. And, you know, thank you. Thank you for yeah. being you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for being what? <laughs> We're like, thank you for being. That's it. Thank you for being. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing. All right. So anyway, now that I've gotten all like fucking sappy, yeah. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lux Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Bye, everyone. Wash your fucking hands.